Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, mindset and business strategy coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. I have a very exciting episode for you today. It's exciting to me, and I think it'll be exciting to you because I recently uh, was reconnecting with one of my uh, alumni, we'll call her an alumni, of my original group coaching program, which you've heard me reference, called Out of Overwhelm and Into Action. So Out of Overwhelm and Into Action was the business program that I offered many times, six times actually, before I evolved it into what is now the Passionate and Prosperous Academy. And in, I think, my last cohort, or it was either the last one or the second to last cohort, um, I actually uh, had a, a a student, a woman, who joined the program. And uh, I'm going to be introducing uh, you to her in a moment. But uh, her name is Christina Garcia, and I'm going to tell you a little about her. But I just want to give a, a, a little backstory before I bring her on, which is um, I did a – I hosted an event, like a an online – we call it a summit, like an online summit – uh, where I brought together a whole bunch of experts to talk about, um, you know, being a passionate and prosperous business owner and what it really meant to um, to to use your passion to prosper and to really be able to um, make a living doing what you love and to create that business for yourself. That was what this event was about. And when you do an event like that, what happens is all of the people that are on the event. Uh, offer, right, this is part of it, to email their audience and their email list or share it with all of their followers uh, so that basically we can reach as many people as possible. And so uh, Christina, who uh, is going to be my guest on the show today, uh, ended up attending that because she was on someone else's email list, another coach, another manifestation expert, actually. And she came to the event. And once she met me through that, she started following me and coming to my things and ultimately joined Out of Overwhelm and Into Action. And the reason why um, I'm so excited for you to hear this conversation between us is because Christina came into the program and was the only person who was in Out of Overwhelm at the time who was not some sort of a coach or wellness expert. And it was so amazing to have her in Out of Overwhelm because she really did create and and evolve her business that she now is now a really successful business um, when she was in that program. And I thought it would be so great for you to hear um from someone that's not a coach or a wellness expert um, about having 
a heart-centered, passionate, and prosperous business, and how all of the work that we do and everything I talk about on the show can be applied really to anyone and everyone. And um, and when it comes to wanting to have your own business that really feels like it's in alignment with who you are and what you want to be doing in the world. This is really a mission-driven business, which is what I always talk about. And I can't wait for you to meet Christina. So Christina Garcia, who you're about to meet, is a single mom of two beautiful boys, ages seven and 11. She is the Latina business owner of Heart Property Management. And I'm not even going to try to describe what she does because she describes it really, really well. But, you know, she came to me as someone who already was a real personal development. um, I won't call her a junkie, but lover, uh, you know, following people like Tony Robbins, the Queen Latina, and she wrote in her bio, and of course, Stacey Bress Russell. Um, but I can tell you that on every single call that we had for Out of Overwhelm, Christina brought the energy, brought the affirmations, brought the brought the manifestation, and you're going to feel her energy literally jumping through whatever you're listening on, your headphones or <laughs> however you're listening to this. So without further ado, welcome, Christina. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much, Stacey. I really appreciate the opportunity. And I just, I really love you. I really love everything that you bring and that you put out there and the yellow brick road. You know, I I think of that every day and how that applies to my business and not just my business, but my personal life, my family, my kids, my friends, my relationships. So it's really just been uh, waves of unfolding ever since like taking your program and all the things that have come from it. So I really, really appreciate the opportunity. So thank That makes me feel so happy. Thank you. And I do want to tell everybody that, you know, uh, Christina and I will occasionally have messages through, you know, DMs on Facebook and whatever. And a lot of the time it's that she's such an amazing champion and saying, I'm sending so-and-so, you know, because as everyone knows, I, I do a lot of free uh, workshops and trainings, and I'll get a message saying I'm I'm trying to get these three women <laughs> to come to your to your workshop, and um, so I I am very grateful that you still um, you know I mean the program you were in it like two years ago that still um, that you feel that connection. So thank you. So um, yeah, so let's let's start with because I know I said to everybody. One of the reasons why I was just so excited to bring you on is because you um, recently messaged me and, you know, you shared with me, and this wasn't something that just came out, but we're going to, don't worry, what I'm about to say, we're going to put in the links for the um, for the show notes. We'll put the link, but you recently reminded me that you had had, um, uh, you know, Spectrum News did a, a, yeah. a feature on you and you sent me the video and it reminded me just of like, you know, how how successful you have become and made your business. And then I was really thinking about what I said, which is that, you know, you came into the program and, you know, I was probably more sensitive, you know, to the, like, the idea that I didn't want you to feel like, oh no, like you're not a coach, right? But you really took everything and ran with it. So first thing I want to do is have you tell everybody what you do, because you do something so different than what they normally hear about on the show. So talk a little bit about um, exactly what you do, because I remember 
when I met you and you, you know, told me what you do and, and why you wanted to break off from where you were working and start your own company and really the heart-centered, um, you know, what what kind of a heart-centered business, business this was. And it's not the obvious. It's not obvious when everybody hears what you do. So I'm going to let you talk <laughs> and talk about, just, just, just first tell us what heart property management is. Well, we're a property management firm here in Southern California. Um, I have uh, 15 years in the industry, in the property management industry, and I also have my real estate license going and working towards my broker's license. And prior to that, I was in the mortgage financing and real estate side. So I've been, I've grown up in this industry, but property management was my passion. I loved it. I loved the problem solving. Um, I loved uh, tenant relations, customer service. And I really just loved connecting with the people. Um, I'm a tenant myself, and so I could understand both sides of the business between a landlord and a tenant. And on, when COVID hit, it just really stopped and stopped the world. And, and it allowed me the space to figure out, like, what do I really want to do? What, what do I love? What, how can I grow? What, what, what's really important to me? What's going to fulfill my life? And I had been at a company for 12 years and I loved, loved being there. I loved, I was very comfortable, senior position, but there was no more growth for me, for me. Any any time that I would try to make it work, another year would pass in a sense of like, well, I don't want to be in that department. I don't want to be in this department, but I really love uh, problem solving. So it would be evictions, uh, tenant relations, and basically essentially turned into cash for keys. And what cash for keys means is an opportunity for us to come to an agreement for the tenant to voluntarily vacate versus going through the eviction process. And it, uh, it, the tenants, that way it doesn't impact their rental history moving forward because once an eviction is filed, regardless of who wins, regardless of the landlord wins or the tenant wins, that will be on their public record for seven to 10 years. Right. And it's heartbreaking to get a call three years later that a resident that I unfortunately had to go through the eviction process, call me and say that, Hey, I'm homeless. I still can't secure places of eviction. And um, I exhausted all resources and attempts to make it work with a resident. Unfortunately, it just comes down to that point. Um, but, and, and so that's why I created, I, I ended up leaving my company after 12 years, literally on my 12 year anniversary. And it was the most terrifying thing in the world because I, everybody I loved and worked with for so many years and I respected and learned so much from it. It was hard. It was so hard. You know, we've, I've been in office environments for five, 10, I'm a long-term t- uh, employee. And then for me to take this leap of faith, especially after COVID hit, it was time. There was, it was just time to do it. And I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do? I I didn't think I was ready to open an office. I was like, well, I'm going to take some time off. I'm going to study my broker's course and I'm going to start a little consulting business. And at that time it was the, the heart or the, the, the part of COVID where the moratorium, you couldn't evict uh, residents. Right. And there were so many restrictions and there were so many, uh, uh, hurdles to overcome in order to go through the eviction process. Okay. So 
if we can't do that, then how 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 are landlords and how are tenants going to be able to work together because they need each other? And that's the that's the importance of it is understanding the bigger picture other yeah. than it's revenue based because yeah. they landlords need tenants just as much as tenants need landlords. So it has to be a cycle. One one one, one will not win without the other. Yeah. Um, and so I I left and I came across your your uh, through a, a free webinar that you did, and I was like, you know what? A lot of the things that you were saying resonated with me so much that I just, it was just this feeling that I couldn't not, I couldn't walk away, not just at least going for it. And so when I left uh, my company after 12 years, the company that I worked for 12 years, I met you, you helped me grow my consulting business. And I remember I wanted to charge a very small fee Mm -hmm. and your coaching program I have, my retainer has, is more than what an attorney retainer is. Yeah. And because, you know, (laughs) and I laugh at it because I remember I was being so scared. I was like, well, I'm not an attorney. I'm not this. I'm not that. There's no way I can make that much money on a case and, or, you know, per situation. But you, you, you said, no, you, you helped me gain the confidence that Every case after that was a little bit more and a little bit more. And now mm-hmm. I have a waiting list and I don't, uh, I pick and choose my clients uh, wow. and my consulting clients too on top of that. So essentially because uh, word of mouth became so popular in this industry that a lot of clients reached out to me and the demand for me to open my own property management company was so overwhelming. So I, uh, to backtrack a little bit, I left my company, the company at uh, March of 2021. Mm-hmm. I joined your program. I opened my consulting business that following month in April. And then in June of 2021, I opened the doors to heart property management. Incredible. So with such a short period amount of time, to convert from a small business to to going full-time employee to taking some time off to <laughs> opening yep. a consulting business and booming. I had so many clients and then opening my own property management company was just like a dream. But I yeah. knew I had the confidence from the skills and the pillars that you showed me in Out of Overwhelm and Into Action. There was no, absolutely no way I could have grown and scaled and have the confidence to do this without the tools that I learned through the program. Wow. And and it was such a huge investment at the time. I remember, I'm like, I don't know, I've never met her and she's Mm -hmm. all the way across the country. And all the, the uh, you know, all the, no, don't, you know, all the worries and all the anxiety that came with it. But I, there was just, Stacy. you were just so amazing. I just knew that I had, I trusted you. I trusted oh, wow. that you knew exactly what you were talking about. And I wanted more of that. I wanted oh, what goodness. you had. Like I wanted the juice. I wanted the Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I goodness, Christina. More of that. Wow. <laughs> and so just having the faith and taking that leap of faith, you know, that investment of going from uh, t- attending a few of your free uh, things into becoming a client 
was the best investment I ever made. Oh my because God. There is no way I could have grown my company. So I started my first client was four units. One owner gave me his first four units. Four turned into 40 and 40 turned into 400 and 400 turned into 675 units in two oh years. And you that have employees better. now, right? Yeah. You have, they have, you have a business. full business. So, okay, I'm going to stop you for a minute because you've said so many things that I want to make sure that, like, that we, like, can tease some of this apart. So, first of all, I want to talk about how um, you are such a, a, you're a human, you're a human-centric, you know, everything, business owner. Um, This is what uh, always stuck out to me about you, right? Was that like, here you are, you know, where I remember when I met you and you come in and basically, you know, that was what stood out to me was you sort of described that like such a big part of your job was evicting people, was having to basically, you know, work for a landlord and, you know, go and talk to people who were really behind on their rent or who, you know, weren't going to be able to, you know, stay for whatever reason. And I remember that what you always talked about was how important it was for you to to never feel that you were not like helping someone figure out what they were going to do, that that was your number one priority. It was not just like to to kick people out, but that you had such care for, for the tenants. And, you know, you were really always a, a very human-centric uh, person. And what we talk about so much, you know, what I talk about so much on the show, and actually I'm preparing, but by the time this episode comes out, Passion and Prosperous Live will already have happened. But the theme of this year's event that I'm doing this weekend, I, I've been talking so much about how how right now in the, you know, in the in the world of of online, you know, especially since since uh, COVID, online business and, you know, like promoting yourself, marketing yourself, there's that, you know, using the online space is like bigger than ever. And what I talk about a lot is how you can either do that in a way that sort of removes you from people, or you can do it in a way that like still feels like at the, at the heart of your business is real human connection. And that's a big part of what the theme of the event is. And I just always loved that people were such an important part for you and that you, that's such a high value and integrity, you know, like it's, it's like, it's you doing the work that, that, that you love. You told us that, you know, this is what you always were passionate about, um, and doing it in a way that really took people and relationships and really saw both landlords and tenants as people. So I just wanted to, first of all, you know, talk a little bit about that because do you think, oh, and then the other thing I want to make sure we talk about is, um, you know, a big part of what we did do and out of overwhelm and why you were, I think you can tell me why you were able to build that confidence of charging, you know, and again, you know, we're not here to say like, oh, you know, jack people and charge ridiculous prices. (laughs) But what we talked about was, 
really recognizing the value that you bring and what sets you apart and what yes. makes you different yes. and your yes. messaging and and the the real like those values that we're talking about that that is what those people are paying for that they could have a property manager that you know they they could have someone who does the exact same thing as you but they're going to be paying more for you and for for Christina because they actually care about having the person who does it in a different way, who's not basically a jerk, right? That's and so misconception of owners, and they like they feel like oh, the owner's just greedy and this and that. A lot of my owners, this is their first property. A lot of my owners are investing their entire life savings into a property. They're human too. They're mm-hmm. they're not all greedy and you know slum lords. They're not. But they have a, they're trying to follow their American dream and buying in properties and housing families. A lot of my owners, and that's how I chose my clients that were in alignment with the vision of that. It's not just about the bottom line, it is very important, but you wouldn't invest into something that wasn't going to be able to. Uh, be a, build a legacy for, for their kids, for their family. And don't you think that that's why, I mean, and I think this is a big part of what we, you know, coached on for you was like, don't you now really believe that, that the reason why someone, and I'm saying this because the people that listen to the show, everyone who's a heart centered service-based, you know, business owner, entrepreneur, I think we all, um, have to sort of look at our money mindset and our, that feeling of like, you know, feels, it can feel, it can feel confusing or icky to be like, well, I charge this much, right? I mean, I have this every day with my clients when it comes to like, you're making up your fees, right? Like when you're not working for someone else, getting paid by the hour or whatever, you are making up your fees. And I think that that can feel a little bit confusing, right? When you're just like, wait, am I just like pulling this number out of the air? And it could feel a little like, you know, you're like, I don't know, is this okay? And what I try to help everybody to believe is like, when you do something, and of course, once you're in demand, you know, you can command a higher price, but, (laughs) but also when you do something in a way that's different and better, and but sets you apart from other people, the right clients are going to pay for that. Not because, you know, you're being, a, you know, you're just randomly pulling your prices out of the air, but because they're willing to pay for something that they think is going to be at a higher level of service that's, that is in alignment and that yes. right with, with them and that yes. shares their values. So do you like, do you think that you're experiencing that, that these people, they pick you and they're willing to pay more. They could pay someone else, but they're willing to pay more because of what all the things that you're sharing with us. Do you agree? Absolutely. 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 It's all heart based. And they, again, it's, it's, they see the value that I create for them and to ultimately, uh, again, create that win-win situation, heart-based. You know, a lot of landlords, that's why they hire property managers because they can't say no. They can't enforce a lot of the rules. Right. And that's why they put us in front just so that because they, uh, you know, how many sob stories and, and different reasons. And before they know it, they have a tenant that hadn't paid them in two years, five years, you know, and they just don't have the heart to 
to do what's best for their business. So that's why they hire property managers. So when when interviewing clients, it's like, this is my mission. This is what I'm about. This is what you've uh, heard. And, and this is what I can deliver. And it's with full confidence that like, okay, send me the contract. And without hesitation, this is my fee. Mm-hmm. Take it or leave it. And now, and operating from the abundance that there's so much business out there, so much for everybody, mm-hmm. everybody, and abundance of clients. So now I get to pick and choose when I want to do a consulting case, or I transitioned it to where I only do consultations or cash for keys for my clients for hard property management. And that's how I was able to scale the business so fast because it was either all or nothing. And yeah. to have that confidence and to, but just to have it in my core and my essence mm-hmm. was the game changer, was yeah. the game changer. So let, let's, let's shift over because one of the things, and I'm going to let you decide like to what extent you want to, you know, share, uh, but I'll, I'll just sort of like touch on it and then you can decide about going deeper. But as you mentioned already, uh, first of all, we started working during the pandemic. So mm-hmm. as, as everybody knows, that in and of itself was like, you know, a, a, a weird time, right? Secondly, yeah. you made a decision to, as you've shared already, leave a job that you had had for 12 years that really was not a bad job. Like you weren't unhappy. Like you, you never were like telling me I'm, I'm, I'm miserable. I've got to get out of here. Um, and, and this is the, the hardest part. relationship. That's the hardest relationship to yeah. break or to yeah. leave when it's not, there's, it's not because of an external, right? Like, right. I really, I was very happy there. I was very comfortable right. there. But you never could have created what you're creating for yourself and for your family now. I mean, like you, no, the, like when you work it. for someone else, your potential for earning absolutely has a cap on it, unless they're literally giving you the company, right? I mean, like, <laughs> you know. Which but, I realized they were never going to do. And that's, correct. that's, that's nothing on them, but it was just like, that's every company, you right. know, unless that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Before. Like there's a limit, but then this is the part that I want you to like, you can decide like how much you want to go into it. But I also knew I was your coach. You were in the program, even though it's a group program, you know, I think, you know, I always try to tell everybody this on the show and I think you can attest to it. Even though you may be in a group program with me, I know everybody. I know everyone's, I I, know, I get to know everybody. I don't think anybody can come into an experience with me in a group and ever feel like they're anon- you know, they're just a number or anonymous or whatever. Absolutely. And one of the things that was happening for you was you were definitely having, you know, we introduced you as a single mom. But you would, you do have a person that you were dealing with at that time that you had to kind of, you were going yep. through it. You were going yep. through some personal life relationship stuff, um, you know, and and the, and your kids uh, were younger even then. So you know, and there was, um, and you still showed up, and you still took this massive action. You still did this unbelievable risky thing of stepping outside your comfort zone of leaving something that had nothing wrong with it in favor of figuring out how to how to do this thing that you knew was the only way you were going to be able to sort of like take yourself and your family to the next level um we work with people i work with people all the time who question whether or not 
they can do these things that you're talking about until literally, you know, I I mean, I'm going to make a little bit of a joke of it, but you know, I know some people who'd be like, well, I'll be able to do what Christina did when my kids go to college. Right. And I'm like, no, (laughs) you you can't wait that long. Right. You know, that one of the things I talk about is like, now is the time, like you can always make more money, but you can't make more time. You know what I mean? If not not now, when, if not now, when, you know, I want you to talk a little bit. Why do you think you were able to do that? I want, you know, this is, this show is a mindset, you know, as well as a business entrepreneur, whatever, you know, show. Um, And we talk so much about, about these things, about like what it takes to really, um, to, to make these big changes. I end every episode with, you know, life is hard. So what are you going to do about it? And the implication there is, there's never going to be a time when it just feels like everything is falling into perfect place for you to do something big or make a big change. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit about like, how did you know you could do that? And and how did you do it? How did you actually be in the program, start a business while also going through the personal life stuff? Yeah. And it, uh, so along with, uh, being at that company for 12 years, I was in a relationship for 14 years and there was, it was, it was okay, uh, but it wasn't fulfillment. And it, that's what also makes it hard to leave when it's kind of like, you know, there it, it's just not there anymore and we're not on the same page and there was just so much conflict. And so at that time, when I decided to leave the company after 12 years, it was like, who's going to go first, the relationship or <laughs> or the, the job? And it was easier to pick the job at that time. And so I took care of the job first. I gave a six-month resignation. I gave myself six months to mm-hmm. resign and give them plenty of time to find other uh, replacement for me. And so March of 2021, I left and in July of 2021, I ended that 14-year relationship. Yeah. So it's like back to back. And honestly, I didn't know how. I didn't know exactly what it was, but I knew I had the support. I knew that there was something more. Mm-hmm. There had to be. This that it wasn't it I could have been okay. And I and I could I, you know what I mean? I could I could totally be okay, but I wasn't never going to be fulfilled and happy mm-hmm. and live my passions with purpose. And that's what I got from out of overwhelming into action was that it's like turning my passions into profit. Woo! I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it because I didn't. If you told me this is what's going to come out of it, I wouldn't have believed you and mm-hmm. I wouldn't have believed it myself. But because I had to get into the nitty gritty and work, focus on myself and focus and invest in myself, it would have never happened. This, this life, this dream life that I'm living now, uh, vacationing with my boys all the time, it feels like every month we just came back from Hawaii celebrating our birthdays. And, oh my goodness. You know, <laughs> you know, traveling, a single mom, like, it's just one of those things that is just that you don't hear that often, but it's one of the beautiful blessings that have come out of investing in myself and investing into my business and investing into my employees. You know, all my employees, I tell them, you're not here to stay here for 10 years. You're here to learn, 
and live your life and balance work and, and family life. But I want you to also follow your own passions. I don't want you to work for me for 50 years. I don't want you to work for me 20. I don't want you to, want you to work for me for 10 years. I, what is your passions? What do you want to do? What, do what, what excites you? What do you love? I love tattoos. I love facials. I love makeup. I love social media. Good. Go get it. What are you going to do to go after it? I love being able to empower other working moms to be able to go after it. And yes, there's some times where I'm working till one in the morning. But because I love what I do. And oh it's my God. not. Okay. Let's stop right there for a minute. Let's <laughs> just take a, a moment on that. I look, I'm not saying that like everyone has to work till one in the morning. And I'm not saying that like I want to, you know, like, like say no, like that's sure. what it takes. But, 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 and I, I talk about this and I'm so glad that you said it. I'm so, so glad that you said it. Um, there's so much out there these days on social media and, you know, when it comes to entrepreneurship and the reason to sort of, you know, follow your dreams and have your dream business. And I think there's so many people out there that make it seem like um, you can have a successful business and, you know, work, a you know, I call it, I make jokes. I'm like a minute a day, you know, or like, you know, that like you don't have to, you know, that, that the goal is to work three hours a week or whatever. And I tell people all the time, you know, listen, I, I was literally just having this conversation with someone the other night about what work-life balance really means, you know? And yeah. I was like, work-life balance to me means that each one of us knows like, what we need to do for our business, what we want to do for our business, and then how to make sure that we know how to, you know, balance that out for ourselves, take care of ourselves, right. do, the, do, you know, and I always say, listen, I work the way that I work because I've got an expensive lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like you. I mean, I don't know. Hawaii is a little easier to get to from California than New York. <laughs> I was just talking to my friend who wants to go to Hawaii and she was like, oh my God, I have to like fly to like Seattle before I can like get down to Hawaii. And you know, it's like a bazillion hours from here. It's like going to Australia. But, um, <laughs> but for me, you know, it's like, I like buying tickets to Broadway shows and going out to great restaurants and, you know, and, and, and we all have like our, and that's what I call the passion and prosperous thing. It's like, it's like we, we make money. We want to make money so that we can do the things that light us up and that bring us joy. But that doesn't mean that it's a bad thing if you sometimes work till one o'clock in the morning, if that's, if that's like what your business is calling for. Right. And, and that's only because I took the afternoon off. I picked up my boys. We went to the beach. We had dinner. We went to the arcade. We did all these things. And then I had to pick it up again later that right. night. So it wasn't like working straight through, but right, right, right. Had the luxury of being able to go pick them up from school or take them to the beach and spend quality time with them and then made up for it a little bit later. But it's 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 the balance. Right. So yep. the luxury of being able to do that and and to do that as a single mom is yeah. totally possible. Yeah. It's going to take work and it's going to take grind. And yeah, it's totally possible. Yeah. One of the things that, and you know, we, I read in your, for everyone that you already, you came to me, I'm not going to take credit for you, but having like, you know, being, uh, having such a positive mindset or, or already being someone who was very, very committed to, 
um, to her own, you know, uh, mindset. You know, you, you, no matter what, sometimes you would show up on the call in the car, you know, like you'd, you'd zoom in from the car, uh, no matter what, no matter when we saw you, no matter when you came into a call, your energy and your uh, contribution when it came to, um, you know, being a cheerleader for everyone and also coming in from a really, and not a, not a toxic positive place, not like a fake phony, annoying, like, oh my God, here's Christina with like all her like positive energy, you know, never like that, but always genuine and always there. Tell us a little bit about, because I can't imagine that this doesn't um, also, it isn't one of the main reasons why it is possible for you to be a single mom, run a now, you know, like much bigger business and do what you're saying, pick your kids up, enjoy your time with them. Um, I'm looking at you. People will see a little video clip when we put out some reels and stuff, but you know, you look happy, healthy, thriving. You don't look bedraggled or exhausted. (laughs) You've never had that energy. So I want to hear, like, tell us, you know, has that, do you think that that's a huge part of why? Because I work with a lot of people, whether they're single parents or, you know, divorced or, or even in partnerships, and they really, really struggle with their mindset, with, uh, with so much that has to do with navigating being a parent, having responsibilities, um, all of that, and then also uh, having their businesses and doing it while also taking care of themselves. And I don't think that taking care of ourselves is only physical, you know, it's also mental and emotional. I want you to talk to us a little bit about like, how did you figure that out? When did you know that doing that kind of work on like, you're really a manifester, you're really um, an affirmation person, you know, and so am I. And I, I try to bring this into everything I do. And I try to have my clients really believe that that's a part of being successful in your life and business. So tell us a little bit more about that journey for you. I think for me, I've always, I've never, well, I would say in my younger years, I wasn't open. I was always shut down. I didn't really listen. If you told me black, I would say it was white and just to be rebellious and immature. But through my maturity and age, uh, I just, I've just always do my best to be open and hear it because everything that comes into your life has a purpose. Even the bad stuff, even the stuff that just knocks the wind out of you has a purpose for your life. And my world is can be upside down right now. And however, it's a matter of perspective. And I would encourage everyone to read, read. If there's something that is just, you just can't figure out, read about it, learn about it, watch videos. Are you a visual learner? Learn your learning style and work with what you have and what your natural talents are. And if something is is drawing you in, follow it, see where that leads. Because I found you through another manifestation coach. Yep. And I didn't sign up for her program. Mm-hmm. But I went to her and you were there. And I was just like, I want to, oof, I want more of that. I mm-hmm. I want what Stacy has. And l- admiring, not 
admiring other women and also men too that are speaking, but you could feel it. Mm-hmm. Not just the words, not a pitch, but just like that. Ooh, oh yeah, that's call. Ooh, that's that's calling me. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and doing it daily, listening to podcasts, listening to YouTube videos, TikToks, things that are just kind of relevant in my life right now. Um, and reading, learning, being open-minded, and perspective. Life is either happening for you. Yeah. Do you think that there's, um, for you, I, I would love to hear this. I'm sure people would be really interested. Do you, do you feel like there was a, uh, that there's, do, well, first of all, do you do anything like in the morning when you wake up? Like what, what is your, do, do, is this just something that you kind of pepper in, um, the, the, the listening, the learning, or when you wake up in the morning, do you do anything specifically before you, you know, are dealing with your boys or with other people, um, to get your mind? Cause you really do. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not in your mind. I'm not trying to say that you walk around like, you know, miss positive all the time. I'm sure you don't, I'm none of us do, but how do you, how do you call this forth? How do you, how do you use the 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 affirmations and the positive um I'll call it psychology because I've heard you say things that are very affirmative um how do you how do you remember to practice that it's something that I've learned through other coaching programs and and seminars and it's like it took a lot of practice and repetition practice makes perfect Mm-hmm. And the more that I said my positive affirmations, kind of like as soon as my eyes open, I'm already thinking like, this isn't a great day. This is mm-hmm. going to be an amazing day. We're going to get this done. Um, even on the school ride, uh, when I'm dropping off my kids at school, I asked them, what are three things that you're grateful for? What are three things that you're thankful for? Getting them in that habit and that repetition of coming from gratitude, thankfulness. And they're not, I can tell them. But when they say it, it's now affirming it and putting it out there. And it's part of our daily lives. What, what was great about school today? And who, you know, all those things that come in and, and again with my staff as well. Oh, they're going through this. And, and, you know, we just the perspective and just making daily habits. Right now I'm in another coaching program. So I go, you know, I learn from different uh, coaches and it's not, it, it's so, it's so much fun. It's mm-hmm. so much fun to learn something every day. And so right now we're kind of doing the 75 uh, soft, hard challenge where we're meditating for 10 days, uh, 10 minutes. And uh, <laughs> oh, so it's like a, it's like a not hardcore workout of 75 yeah. hard. I love it. Yeah, like it's the 75 up. soft, hard. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, it's like a, I've like never a heard that. <laughs> you know, I've 30 minutes, but it's, it's hard to, it's hard to balance it. You know, I have to get it all done before a certain time and come to the office and, and put in the grind at the office all day and then come home and go back to my first job, which is my mom, being a mom and going back to them and giving them all my hundred percent. So when I hit, when I hit, when I go to bed at night, I know I gave it my all mm-hmm. and it's, it took it took practice and repetition to get to this point. Yeah. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of women that work and that have two kids and even have partners, right? So you're doing it alone. Um, 
a lot of women go to bed at night and they actually they actually think I didn't do a, a good enough job today. They think I, and I know this, I hear these things, you know, and they think um, they don't go to bed thinking that they got enough done or that they did enough or that they were a good enough mom or that they were good enough. Um, what do you, what, how, how is, is the gratitude practice and, and, and part of what you're telling us, is this how you get to go to bed every night and know that you gave it your all? Yes. And that doesn't mean that those thought, those thoughts do not creep up or come all the time. It's redirecting the focus of what I did do today versus mm-hmm. what I didn't do. Right. Because it's so easy to bring out the hammer and just start pounding yourself. And why do you want to go to sleep knowing what you didn't do? Right. Mm-hmm. There's always tomorrow. Right. Yeah. And we focus on what well, we focus on expands right? What Tony Robbins says. And, and that's just how I want to go to bed. Every night we put on the ocean and we listen to the music ocean and that's how we fall asleep, Mm. you know, and it's just creating the environment for not only for myself, but for my, my beautiful boys who are so patient and they know, like they know when the phone rings, they know it's hard property management calling and Mm -hmm. they just are understanding. They know that that's my life. That's my passion. That's my job. That's my company. And they're supportive and, and, you know, we, we just do the best that we can. I mean, you are such an incredible, I, I just everything I'm listening to, I'm like, uh, you know, everything that you're saying, and I knew these things about you, but just hearing you talk about um, your parenting style and, um, and, and just how you're able to, I, I just, I'm, I'm astonished by you um, and just in love right now. I'm I'm feeling so much love for you, Christina. Um, just for, (laughs) just for being someone who is, you know, I was saying when I wrote you the email about like, Hey, these are the things I want to talk about. And, um, you know, I I was like, I want to talk about how you really are like having a passionate and prosperous life and business, you know, that it's really, you really are like the quintessential, you know, what I talk about is, you know, like someone who's, um, who's really doing the work that lights them up and therefore being able to create the life, right, that you want to be living and and, inv- and how you want to be investing in yourself and your kids and and, and your family. Um, so I'm just overflowing with, with love for you right now. And I'm, I'm like, let me think of any other things that the audience <laughs> would really benefit from hearing because I, I just, I think that, and you know that I talk about this a lot. I think that Having a human brain is, you know, it is it is the number one thing that we have to figure out how to work with it in order to do what, you know, what you're doing. And again, I never say that, like, we're supposed to be aiming for that. We're never going to have imposter syndrome or self-doubt or an inner critic saying shitty stuff to us or, you know, a down day or our vibe gets low or whatever. But it's all about having the tools and making this like kind of decision to be someone who's not going to just let the human brain sit in its default settings and stay in, you know, the comfort zone or to stay, uh, you know, where we're too afraid to like make a big change because of how it's going to, you know, um, turn things upside down or disrupt things or create a little period maybe of even like uncomfortableness or the unknown when we're sort of like going from one level to another. Right. And that's always going to happen. Um, so and is I, have there any- those days. 
I have yeah. those days. I, there's sometimes it, it again, the wind is knocked out of me uh, recently too. And, and my son is having challenges in school, but you know what? It will be okay. Mm-hmm. I ask for support. I look for resources. I, I, uh, hired a, uh, somebody to wash my dishes or, you know, like I just yeah. asked for help and accepted the help. That's one thing is that it's so hard for us, especially when we have so much pride of not asking for help. So I'm a delegating machine and that's how I'm able to be happy and, and, and push, pu- keep pursuing my passions because I delegate and I let people help me. And that's hard. That, that, that can be a challenge at times. And just keep going one day at a time. Even I don't if it's know if you remember. Um, I just had like a memory of, of, of something that came up in our coaching. And you'll tell me if you remember this. But I just had like a very vivid memory. Um, at the time, you had uh, someone that you were working with. She might have been a broker that you were starting to <laughs> – work in your business with, like maybe you needed the person with the license because you didn't have yours yet. Uh, uh, It's coming back right now. And Mm -hmm. I remember some coaching that we did around you, instead of being frustrated with someone not automatically knowing how or what you wanted them to do. So you were frustrated and we coached around how you could create a better situation um, for you and and her by, I think we talked about you implementing more communication, a a meeting. Like, I remember, are you remembering what I'm talking about? I remember exactly, because I talk about that conversation a lot. And I remember we were at our six month, so my business partner, uh, she's uh, I'm very up and she's very down, yes, right? So, yes, And, and you were like, very... she doesn't bring the energy. <laughs> she doesn't love it. I want You're her like, to love yes. it. And you remember, and I was yep. like, and you're like, so what? Is the work getting done? And I'm like, yes, but I want it. She's like, it doesn't matter. It's okay. Did the work get done? Yes. And I remember that shifted me into keep going because mm-hmm. we we balance, her and I balance each other out so well that that's why our company is so successful. Mm-hmm. And I, if I had somebody that matched my energy, I don't even know if the doors would be open <laughs> right. because we're just all go, 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 right? But we balance it. And I remember, I remember specifically that conversation because that really, that was a game changer for me in my business. Yeah, that I, was. I let it go. I, let yeah. it go. I was like, right. It's Okay. Well, and the reason why I thought of that was because you said you talked about delegating. And one of the other things that comes up for people, no matter where they are in their business, they could be in the beginning or, you know, like already making six figures or whatever, um, is this sort of like there's so much around delegating. There's fear. Um, there's, there's also like that, that at some point it involves making more investments, even though, you know, you don't, it's not necessarily something that's going to like make you money, but it's just something that's going to give you back something else. It's going to give you back time. It's going to give you back energy. It's going to give you back space. Um, and I think that not everybody is as, is, is as 
willing to delegate the way that you just said it. I'm a delegator. And I think that's. Oh, yeah, I love it. I love it. It's an important (laughs) piece of being successful in your business. And I think people think that that they have to be at a certain point before they do that. And I am actually going to say sometimes it's the opposite. Sometimes you have to do it first in order to get to another point where you want to go. Do you agree with that? Yes. Yes. And then also um, my my old boss used to say, um, teach them how to fish. Mm-hmm. And so th- that's what I share with my employees. Let me show you how to do it first. And then that way you can do it and take it from here. And however, however it happens, it happens. You're like a master. This is like also a master class for in, in like, in, in being a great, in being a great team leader, you know? And I think again, like I'm, at a point in my business where, you know, I consider myself to have somewhat of a team and, um, you know, it doesn't, you don't have to be like a million, you know, making millions of dollars to have a team. And it doesn't mean that everyone's an employee. It can just be that it's people that, you know, do work with you in your business as a, you know, as a contractor or a virtual assistant or, you know, um, whatever it is that we bring on to help us. You know, the idea is that in order for you to keep going to your next level, you need to be willing to, you know, find the right people, to have the support, and also to be able to be what you're saying, to be um, willing to teach and 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 give people. Mentor. Yeah. yeah, and mentor people and say, hey, this is how I'd like to do it, or this is, you know. Now, let me ask you this. Um, do you find that the people that want to come work for you and work with you in, in Heart Property, um, do you find that they are drawn to you because of your, like, because of your values and, and, and because of the sort of the mission of the company and, and like kind of what you stand for and how you do your, your work? I I would say yes, because they feel the sincerity. They know that I really care about them. They're just not an employee. They're, they're, they mean more to me than that. Mm -hmm. And for them. There are a lot of working moms that are in my company mm-hmm. and um, they know that they know that I love to live my life by leading by example mm-hmm. and they feel it and they see it and they hear it and they enjoy working for me. They like they really just go above and beyond. And I'm so thankful and I'm so grateful for them believing and trusting and uh working, working, and we're all having fun and making money and, yeah. and supporting each other. And like I said, I, I don't want them to work for me forever. I, I, yeah. I do, but I don't, you know what I right. mean? But I yeah. really want people to follow their passions. Yeah. What do you want to do? You know, I have one employee that is trying to get her GED, mm-hmm. you know, and she's a mom of three kids and married and you know, that's kind of on the bottom of the totem pole, but I like, I want to give you this as a goal for before the end of the year, because it's so important. Yeah. Um, you know, another one uh, has uh, her daughter finally getting her car and like, okay, how can we support her in making some money and, you know, giving her resources and other things. So it goes beyond just like, here's a task to get done. It's right. It, it's really connecting. It's really connection. So yeah. I would say that they do really enjoy love working with me yeah. and coming working for the company. And they're enrolled in the mission. And I think that that, I, you know, I love that phrase, like when people get enrolled in the mission, when, when, you know, when you are as clear as you are 
and you really embody, right? Because that's also the, um, it's like the final pillar in my evolved system, right, is embody, right? And how we kind of go from like contracted and you said earlier, like kind of at some point you were like more closed and you weren't really open. And in my coaching my like kind of mindset coaching system, we go from, you know, from that to ultimately embodying. And when we really embody, and this is very important, this is what I tell everybody is how you're going to get a client even. You're going to get clients when you walk around planet Earth fully embodying the, the, the passion and the work that you do so that anyone you meet goes, oh my, the way you said about me, the way you said, I want that juice, right? We yeah. <laughs> all need to walk around that way so that when whoever we encounter goes, I want more of that. I want to be near her. I want to work with her. I want to hire her. I want to work for her. So I think when like you're really embodied in yes. like in your mission and when it, just exudes out of you. And part of the way that that happens is when you can articulate it and you're really clear on what it really is that you believe in and what you do. And then you're willing to say it and you're willing to talk about it. So when you're fully embodied, you attract. And so even though we're talking right now about you attracting the employees, we also have talked about that that's how you attract your clients. And I don't think that this is any different for than for any of the people that are, that listen to the show, that are coaches, that are wellness practitioners, that are, you know, other service providers, creatives. We, when we fully embody the mission, other people get enrolled in it. Other people want to be around it. You become a magnet. It's irresistible. It's, it's, it's like, it stops you in your tracks. I've, I've had people do that. And, you know, tooting my own horn, but I've had people like, wait, what do you do? I don't know what you do, but I know you do something. What do you do? And I'm like, oh, well, hi, my name is Christina. And, you know, just at at a Starbucks, like there's something about you. I don't know. You look familiar or there's just something about you. And and it's such an amazing compliment. Mm. And to know that it's just you talk about it and you be about it and you breathe it and you live it and let perfection go. Yeah. It's never going to be the right time and it's always going to be something. But hey, if not now, when? You have to you have to do it now. Oh, my God. I think that's like a perfect way for us to transition to wrapping up. Let me ask you something about that. Um, what we saw, what, what you know, we're going to put the clip. We're going to put the uh, link to that clip about that, that you, uh, you know, that you were on featured on Spectrum. But how did you get that? How did how did somebody end up getting you on TV? I, you know, um, it was through my partnership with the low income housing program, Section 8 in the city of Long Beach. And because of the friendships and the relationships that I built, just being on the phone, I've never met a lot of these women that I work with, but it was like, hey, girl, how you doing? And mm-hmm. and just building my reputation and 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 the 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 relationships at that program and them under them uh, hearing my mission and my company that they just wanted to support me. So they Spectrum was interviewing uh, associate there and they asked that person, hey, do you know anybody that's on the flip side of property management and that works with Section 8? And they immediately said, you have to call Christina. 
Mm-hmm. And it was just like that three degrees of separation. It was just like one person got interviewed and then let me refer you and let me refer you. And then here we are, you know, and, and, and that just came out of nowhere. And, and he, he messaged me on a Monday and I think we filmed that on a Thursday. It just happened Incredible. so fast. And that's it, amazing. Wow. But it, everyone it really should, was. everyone should hear that because basically that's like, that's what happens or that's the kind of thing. I mean, look, it's not the kind of thing that we're not going to like say, oh, you know, I know that I'm going to be able to get on TV. But, um, but if I talk about my mission all the time, but this is another case for why it's so important to literally be out in the world. One of the things I talk about all the time is that is that how you create clients or have a business is by talking about what you do and by, you know, being just, just, you know, having relationships, being out in the world. And so what an amazing thing that like that, that you ended up getting featured and we'll put the link in the show notes. So, um, so, okay. So I think that we covered everything. Do you have any parting words that you want to say to our listeners? Well, wow. I would say that thank you guys so much for your time. I know time is valuable and that you're on this podcast and I can just, I sending you so much love and support and to know that it is possible, even when it feels impossible, but even the word impossible is I'm possible. Oh my goodness. See, I knew you were going to have something amazing (laughs) to say. I, it's totally possible. And as, as, as you can, and it's okay to cry and it's okay to feel, it's okay to love, it's okay to trust. It's okay to go for it. And yeah, you might fall on your face a few times, but guess what? The most important part is to dust yourself off, get some coffee or something to drink, (laughs) and get right back to it. And and reach out and go to places and things that that speak to you. Mine is the beach. I mm-hmm. if I ever just have a moment where I just I just need a minute, I go to the beach, and I go and I or I listen to someone that just inspires me, and just feeding my soul, feeding my mind, is just really what gets me out of things quicker and faster. And there's so always time to do that. I think that the number one, I call it a thinking error. The number one thinking error we make is that when we're in the midst of like, you know, whatever we're going through, that all of a sudden we go, I don't have time to do that thing that I know is the thing that's actually going to help me to, you know, get out of it or to what I need, what I need, you know? So thank you for that. Thank you so much for for coming on. I know this was like, I was out of nowhere, right? We were messaging and I was like, hey, why don't you be a guest on the show? And I am so happy that you were here. And I know that everyone listening is coming off of this episode like full of Christina energy, which is amazing energy. It's love energy. It's heart energy. Um, And I know that this is going to give so many people um, like a a real good boost of possibility and uh, and believing in themselves. So thank you so much, Christina. Thank you, Stacey. Thank you so much. I can't wait to see you this weekend on on. uh, Well, it already aired, but I can't wait to see you again. And and thank you so much for all your love and support. And honestly, I wouldn't have been able to do as much as I did as fast as I did without your program. So thank you. Oh my God, you are welcome. 
So, all right, we are going to wrap this baby up. And I hope you enjoyed listening. Uh, when this comes out, it, it will already have done Passion and Prosperous Live. So I'm not going to promote it anymore to you guys. Uh, but I'm sure that we have something else coming up. <laughs> so if you are uh, listening and you're not already on my email list, uh, head on over to my website, www.stacybrassrussell.com. Um, over there, you can, uh, that's where you'll also find the show notes on the podcast page where you can see a link to that uh, spectrum piece that Christina was on and uh, you'll be able to get some resources from me over there. We have lots of free downloads that can help you with your life and business. We've got mindset and business stuff and um, be on my email list because I'm sure that something's going to be coming up soon after I do this big epic event that we have here in New York City. So I'm sending you all the love (laughs) and I'll be in your headphones next week. Bye everybody. so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you like what you're listening to, please make sure you're following or subscribing. And if you're on Apple, that's the little plus sign on the top right so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it. <laughs>